Sup, powerful nonsenses. Hello. We're back in your ear holes for another episode. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. I am Jem Yildiz. And this is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the Millennial Podcast. So today, we're going to be talking, much like we always do, about freelancing. But instead of, um, we're going to take a slightly different approach to the whole freelancing thing. Because we talk about freelancing a lot, and we talk about like how great it is, and how much we love freelancing, and how we think it's the future of employment, blah, 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 blah. But the thought, occur- thought occurred to me the other day of... Well, actually, there's loads of stuff that is not great about freelancing. So essentially, this episode is, if freelancing is so great, what's the catch? That's the episode today. Yeah, I think people always look at freelancers as, ah, yes, this is the way out of employment. Everybody who's in nine to five things. Yeah, actually, everyone's talking, all my friends have gone freelance and they're saying how good it is, how free it is, Mm -hmm. how they've got time to do their own things. They've got their own clients and making more money. And I mean, that, that all does come with freelancing. But then also there's other factors that you have to consider beforehand like for me when I went freelance one of the main things is number one money is the huge issue you've got to have enough clients to kind of cover the basis whether that's your rent or whether that's your bills but also one of the other scary things is actually managing your own time for the first time like you don't have to go into an office nine to five and Mm -hmm. then suddenly you've got to manage your time you've got clients that are relying on you and this can be like completely crazy for someone who's never had to do that before yeah and 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 it's just all the there's all those elements because essentially when you're freelancing and i think it's so often to kind of gloss over this fact when you are freelancing you are running a business um and yes you might be on your own as a kind of sole trader but you are running a business and so because of that you have all of the business costs that come with it. My the kind of genesis for this episode, as I was just saying to to Jem, was I was walking towards the office the other day to kind of like my my main client, and um, and I was thinking specifically about being an actor and all my membership costs for like trade union and stuff like that. And I thought, actually, yeah, like sometimes I do have a bit of envy for those people that do just have a day job. They go there, they do the job, they leave, they get money like and they go home and they sit in front of Netflix for the rest of the night. Like I have a bit of envy for that because I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, the only money they have to put into their job and their career is their travel costs. And, you know, maybe trade union memberships and stuff like that. Whereas I'm having to put money into my marketing materials. I'm having to put money into my memberships for casting websites. Accounting software. Accountants. Accountants. um, (laughs) And research and equipment and all that sort of stuff. Insurance. I I spend (laughs) about, and get this, according to my latest figures, I spend in the region of about 500 to 600 quid per month on my career based off of my uh, expenses that does include travel of course so you could probably deduct about 200 quid off of that but that's still 400 quid a month on my job <laughs> a, good, a good point you say is, is look at it as the business like a business requires an accountant a business requires requires marketing to get the word out there a business requires actually going to meet Mm-hmm. new clients which means travel it means for me when i had camera equipment i had to ensure that a camera equipment i had to have public liability insurance for certain filming i'd mm-hmm. done and so like you say it is easy when you've just got that nine to five because you know that somebody in that organization has got all those bases covered but now you've got to do it and so again these are things that the sooner you know about them the easier you can overcome them you'd be like yeah. okay cool yeah. quickbooks is only 10 pound a month or my insurance is 60 pound a year and etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. and so you can find better ways of doing it 
And obviously, we've always spoke about the upside of freelancing. If you do it right and you put these things in place, then actually there are some great rewards. Like we say, the ceiling is not there. You can get as many clients as you want. You can maybe start hiring and mm-hmm. stuff like that, get an extra help in. But I think it's good to know that actually freelancing sounds amazing to people that have heard the other friends into it who have gone into it or again if it's an option of you're hating your job it means that it's something different that seems like it could be amazing it could work really well for you but again it's just making sure that you see the areas where there are some catches there are some new things you're gonna have to put in place which you've never come across before yeah and 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 you kind of touched on what i was going to touch on a little bit there is obviously you have all these all these catches to being freelance but they kind of are outweighed by the positives, I yeah. think, because essentially the the question you have to ask yourself, whether it's do I go for employment or do I go freelance, is like, okay, if you go for employment, you have one stream of income, essentially, or maybe two, if you've got two jobs. So one or two streams of income, you don't have really any flexibility and you're working these hours, you have to go into the office usually, although that's starting to change. The positives are you're only having to pay for your travel sometimes that's even covered for you if you if you manage to negotiate that very well you don't have to take your work home with you you can just clock out and be done whereas with freelancing you have all these extra expenses um the security is not as high to begin with but then when you start building up clients you're actually in a more secure position the kind of barrier to entry is a lot higher with freelancing because you have to be able to replace uh, generate enough income through various clients but you know obviously you don't have to go begging for a pay rise because you can just up your prices you might lose a client or two or struggle to get more clients on board so you have to be careful but you can just go yeah i need to earn more and up your prices um you can also and this is one of the things that i've always thought like when i get managed to go 100 percent freelance on client work is the idea of because i'm a night owl I've always been a night owl. I've tried to become a morning person. I think I always will be a night owl. I could have the whole day to myself and then do my work between the hours of, say, 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., work at full capacity because that's when I'm at my peak, and then be good. And just that freedom and flexibility to be able to do that is, is I think, outweighs the negatives, personally. Yeah, I think, as I say... The freelance thing is the ceiling to earning is not there, but actually you are taking on all the responsibilities in every other mm-hmm. area that usually your employer would cover. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more pressure. And, and that's, that's, I think that is ultimately the, the negative. If you were to sum everything that's negative about being a freelancer up into one thing, I would say it's pressure. It's financial pressure from both ends because you're having to spend more on your job, but you're also having to find, it's more difficult to get that initial kind of threshold of this is how much I need to earn. The buck stops with you, so you can't turn around and be like, oh, well, my boss said this, or my boss said that, or, you know, whoever, the buck stops with you. Um, the quality of work has to be good. It has, you have to deliver it. And on time, you, 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 there is no room for complacency as a freelancer. That's ultimately the, the, the crux of the issue you cannot be complacent because the moment you become complacent is just the moment that you start losing clients or the moment that that things just start to fizzle out and and you just can't take your foot off the gas even at nine o'clock at night <laughs> <laughs> right so uh that is it for this episode if you enjoyed it if you found it useful please leave us a nice review on itunes five stars or more would be greatly appreciated uh if you have any questions that you want uh 
answered on the show or any topics you want us to cover, hit us up on the old Twitter at PN underscore podcast and we will uh, take that into consideration. Cool, that is it. Uh, Thanks very much for tuning in and we will catch you next time. See you later.